Curriculum Associates presents Extraordinary Educators with hosts Sari Labaris and Danielle Sullivan. Get ready to hear tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching, leadership, and drive student learning. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. This is Danielle. And this is Sari. And we are so excited for you to hear um, our interview today with Amanda Staten, who is a reading interventionist in Missouri. And Amanda is so excited about the science of reading, which was really refreshing to talk to her because I feel like we hear a lot about it, but to have an educator be so eloquent in the way she talks about it, understands it and applies it, it was really great to to interview her. Absolutely. And she really breaks it down in digestible, easy to understand ways. So here is our chat with Amanda and we have tons of resources in the show notes as well for this episode. So be sure to check it out. Thanks. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, We'd love to know, tell us a little bit about your role and what your day-to-day looks like. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. Um, I am a K-5 title reading teacher in a tiny town in Missouri. So I pull small groups all day long and teach reading. That's amazing. So there has been a lot of uh, hubbub in education recently around the science of reading. So I would just love to hear um, what do you, how do you use that? What are your thoughts on that? Um, and have you received any professional development in the quote unquote science of reading? Absolutely. So I am a huge advocate for the science of reading. Actually, funny story, our school uses a curriculum that's very, very similar to the letters training, which lots of people are talking about right now, which focuses on the science of reading. And so I've actually done this since I first started my teaching career in kindergarten. So when I went to these trainings for the science of reading, I wasn't shocked at all. I was like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic stuff. We're already doing this, but it gave me more background information onto the why we do what we do and more with how your brain works and how we store information. So can let's unpack that a little bit uh, for our listeners out there, because I think a lot of times in education, there's there's new research that comes out, or in this case, it's research that um, has been out for a really long time, but whether or not people have been aware of this research, that what does it mean to you when you say um, with with brains, like like just give us give us a little bit more of an a, a practical application of what does it mean the science of reading. Um, I think it goes more into memory and how you're mapping data in your brain. So if you ever go through the letters training, um, letters, volume one, they really talk about Scarborough's reading rope. um, And it talks about all the different components that go into reading. And when you break those apart, there's literally so much going on in your brain when you're trying to read. Um, It talks about, you know, background knowledge, vocab knowledge, language structures, verbal reasoning, um, literacy knowledge, and that's like all the language component. And then you have to tie in your word recognition, uh, which is like phoneme awareness, decoding and sight recognition and all of those kind of twist together to make this rope. And that's how you get readers to become fluent. You described that so perfectly, Amanda. No wonder why you're a teacher. Thank you so much. I could picture the visual of the rope in my head. And for those of you um, who are listening who aren't familiar um, with the with the rope, we'll um, link a resource to that. Um, so thank you, Amanda. 
I'm yeah. curious, like why just big picture, why does the science of reading matter? And and how do you kind of use that to frame how um, you, you work with your students? I think it's just, it just matters so much. And when you're looking at how your brain is storing information and, you know, all of these neurons firing in your brain, if someone is missing something, which is kind of where my job comes in, because um, I work with the most probably the lowest readers we have in our school. If they're not getting that information from somewhere, we have a problem. And when you're looking at reading and literacy and the importance that that is in a child's life for their entire future, it means everything. So I'd love to know, what's one of your favorite reading strategies based on the science of reading that you use or that you can't live without? I would say for my youngest learners, I love, um, I love mapping words. There's all kinds of great resources out there, which I'm sure you guys have some as well that you can share with your listeners, but, um, there's all kinds of hands-on ways to map out words. They use, um, one of my favorites with my kiddos is actually using poppets. So they make these giant poppets and they're, you can get red, yellow, and green and you snap them together. So if you're thinking a basic three-letter CVC word like cat. The kiddos get to tap and say, they'll start with the green and they'll say, at, and that helps them break it out. But they get to see that visual and then they're get, getting to touch it with the poppet and they absolutely love it. So that's one of my favorite things to do with my youngest kiddos. That's so fun. And I can just imagine how much like seeing it, feeling it, hearing it, saying it right. It all, it all makes those connections for them. Um, yeah. So super helpful. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm a listener or, or a teacher, I guess, starting off and I, I maybe I'm unfamiliar with the science of reading or kind of feel overwhelmed with this new, um, newer theory or the fact that it has the word science in it. Like, where do you recommend I begin my kind of trying to incorporate it into my practice? I would say for me, because I started out with it, I just had the resources provided to me. If your school's not doing anything like that, where you can get some hands-on experience, I would definitely check with your um, state department and see if they're doing that letters training. It is absolutely fantastic. It's super in-depth. You get to meet in person with some of the top educational people in your state and they go through all kinds of hands-on strategies, the why behind what you do, and they teach you all about it. Um, also, I think Teachers Pay Teachers has a lot of amazing resources out there. Um, if you just kind of want to dabble in it, I would definitely check on there and look at some of their resources um, and see how you can start implementing that in your classroom on a budget. Great. Thank you so much. And we will link some information that Curriculum Associates has on the way we're approaching the science of reading in the show notes. But yeah. I wanted to, to what's next for you? Um, it sounds like you love learning. Sounds like you're excited about that. Uh, are you are you looking for other professional opportunities or uh, getting any other advanced degrees towards your educational practice? <laughs> I am. So um, next year within my district, I am going to mentor some of our new kindergarten teachers, which I'm super excited about because that's where I started my journey in education. Um, and then for myself, I am actually working on my doctorate degree right now. Um, and it focuses on leadership and curriculum and teaching in general. So it covers a lot of different bases. 
So I am just about to start researching for that. So I'm about two out of three years in. So I'm super excited to finish that and see where else I can go with that. Well, Amanda, unfortunately, it's all the time we have for today, but it's been so great talking with you. And wow. So you're a full-time teacher and also getting your PhD. No big, lots of time. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much, Amanda, for all of your expertise and insights. It was great chatting. Thank you. That's it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators podcast. Please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it really helps us reach more educators like you. Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associ and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback, a topic of interest, want to be a guest or have a question, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Danielle Sullivan, social media by At City Hannon, guest booking by Sari Liberis, music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIReady and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. 